another episode of Chilindrinas Mas Finas with your girl Nicole Coco Patrice. I'm here with another guest. I'm so excited. Hey. Wes Julian. Hey. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, so I'm like, I don't even remember exactly when I met you. Like I know it was like Ooh. we went to so I think the first time I met you was there was like some storefront on the north side i can't think of the name of it but like it was just like a open mic deal and mm-hmm. i remember that was the second time i'd met alicia okay yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah. and it was like a few horn players mm-hmm. there and everybody was just grabbing a mic and flowing and yeah. stuff okay so that, i think you know what do you know, remember the name of that spot i don't okay Ooh. but you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah 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 little little shitty bathroom off to the side yeah. and everybody was in there <laughs> kicking it and smoking and chilling out yeah, and it was a bunch yeah. i know like the the um whoever owned the venue or whatever was um like these kind of hippie white boys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sheesh wow that was <laughs> that was right before the pandemic oh yep it okay. had to have been like fall of 2019 okay yeah, yeah. wow yep sheesh yep because that's around the time when i had officially moved up here oh yeah. so you just got up here yeah i'm not even from here right i know <laughs> so tell me about that um well actually introduce yourself and then tell us where you're from and all of that i bet well i am west julian i play drums i'm a producer songwriter yes. um i'm originally from rock island illinois so it's about two and a half hours away from chicago um i went to the conservatory of recording arts and sciences okay. in uh, arizona after that i went to western illinois okay and then um i moved here after i went on tour with uh this artist tim stop we opened up for uh the band chicago Okay. Hey. So so yeah, we did that. And then I, Alicia told me, uh, my best friend, she was just like, you need to just go ahead and move up here. And I was like, all right. Nice. And so for those who don't know, we talk about Alicia Monique. Shout out to Alicia hey, Monique. Shout out to my best friend. We've known each other well, 20 plus years. Mm. Easily, yeah, 20. Because she's from out there too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So no, we've known each other like, yeah, about 20, almost 25 years. And you ain't nothing but a baby if you don't mind saying your age. I am 30. 30. Okay, okay. Well, you ain't no baby no more. <laughs> you 30 already? Yeah, I'm 30. Okay, okay, yeah. cool. Turn 30, well, August, because we share the same birthday. Oh, you go, you want to turn 30? No, I turned 31 this year. This year, okay, got yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking it's 2023. We're still getting used to it. Right, right. I had, I had to go stalk your page real quick to see the, the year. I was like, okay, he, he ain't too old. Right, right. Because I know I'm, whew. That, I'm about to hit that 40. This, 40 where? Ah, don't flatter me. Oh, 40 where? No, like but yeah, it's coming. It's uh, mentally, it's definitely there because <laughs> you know you Man. be forgetting yeah, something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't got time for a lot of shit. Once you get to 40, it's like the bullshit is like at a bare minimum. Yeah, can't do it. Um, so tell me, um, out there in Rock Island, it's like y'all got a lot of musicians that come out of there for some reason. What's, uh, what's we that do about? Have a few. Yeah. Um. It's a it is a 
pretty rich arts place. Okay. Uh, we've got a lot of history there. Okay. Um, Big Spiderbeck, he was one of the forefathers of jazz trumpet. He's from there. Oh. Um, Jesse Johnson from Morris Day in the Time. Okay. He's originally from Rock Island as well. The uh, costume designer for Earth, Wind & Fire and Purple Rain. He's from Rock Island, Illinois. As okay. Well. So we got quite a few people that come out, and I think right now we're even having like a um, another renaissance of Quad Cities artists that are actually like starting to make a little more noise and do a little more. So nice. So when you say Quad Cities, what does that uh, encompass? Okay, it's um, Rock Island, Illinois, which is where I'm from. Uh -huh. Then there's Moline, Illinois. Oh, okay. And then across the river, there's Davenport, Iowa, and Bettendorf, Iowa. Because we're separated by the uh, bridge or by the uh, Mississippi River. Mississippi River, okay. Mm -hmm. That Mississippi, man. Yeah. It makes a lot of history, don't it? It does. <laughs> and we're the one of the spots where the Mississippi flows east and west instead of north and south. Oh, So okay. when a lot of people wanted to cross over west and go towards Iowa and go west, that's, that's where the spots. That's where it would go. Nice. Look at you giving us a little geography yeah, lesson. Yeah, a little something, See, that's why August, our birthday, we birthday twins. Hey, you know what I'm saying? We got that. <laughs> We be, all, we be into you know some of everything. For real, for real, for real. Do you find that you um get a little overwhelmed with some of all of the interests and talents and? Um, at time, I think I've found a way to, for the most part, balance them, uh -huh. or at least put um at the forefront what I need to put in the forefront at the moment in time. Uh -huh. So there'll be times where I'll be writing more, and it's like, okay, cool, I'm doing that. There's times right. where I'm playing more and i focus on that and then there's times where i dedicate to do absolutely nothing oh i know that's right where it's like today i'm not doing anything right right i'm not leaving my bed right <laughs> right just... shout out to bruno mars <laughs> yes yes like, there's those days where yeah. i don't do anything or uh i know right now it's like eagle season so i'll go by like if i'm back in my hometown i'll go by the river and i'll just watch eagles and birds. nice <laughs> oh man. I like no that's not old man shit. you know so look i love to tell this a little bit uh ornithology is um, bird watching right the mm, official so. term and um james bond the obviously yeah. the mi6 whatever character not MI, is that mi6 double uh, whatever double seven yeah his character was actually named after a bird watcher. Mm. <laughs> and so they'll make little hints in like the books. I know they used to do it. Um, so yeah, that's a little little random. I did not know that. Yeah, random okay. fact. Yeah, it was based on a bird watcher. That's wild. Yeah. I did not know. So you you know, you could be you could be a spy. Yeah, hey, I could. I could. <laughs> you know what? And especially they're talking about making the next James Bond black. <sighs> they were saying it. I don't know. I think that was more like fans were trying to get Idris Elba to do it. That would have been dope. I can't lie. <laughs> and I think he may have been interested, but the um, producers I heard were like, he's too street. I'm like, oh, so cold. He's black. <laughs> he's not even from here. He's from the he's UK. He's from the UK. And even if he was street, he knows how to. He's an actor. Right. We've seen him play some of every type of role. Right. And he's smooth as fuck. If there is a James Bond, Why that's your him? man. Yeah. Like, quit playing. Yeah, they 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 fumbled the bag on that one. They really did. They, yeah. That could have gone crazy in box offices. Bro, especially now, like, on the heels of how um, 
uh Wakanda forever mm-hmm. and like how they I love how they kind of bridged with the um the black uh, I'm sorry the black and the brown community mm-hmm. with the Latino culture in Mexico and stuff and like a lot some people don't know Lupita Nyong'o is actually Mexican like she's born in Mexico and has dual citizenship with uh, is it Ghana I think she's Ghanaian I, I can't remember but yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, y'all fumbling the bag because this right now, it's like, y'all better bring all these cultures together because, I mean, we all we got, you know? We really are. For real. Um, How did you know you were interested in drumming or music in general? Ooh, uh, I think I I was interested before I even realized it. It was one of those things where my mom tells this story. I was about 18 months old and I built a drum set like with working like foot pedals and oh my god and like cymbal stands and stuff like that using stuff in the kitchen and in the laundry room and stuff like that. So it was just one of those things where it chose me. I didn't right. choose it. <laughs> That's and, crazy. Yeah. What made you even want to make your own drum set? You had to have seen somebody drumming and be like, oh, I need that. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I was always around music. My mom was a choir director at okay. the church. And then my godparents, they're all their children. There's 10 of them and all of them were musically inclined. So I was just always around music. So nice. it was just music, 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 music. And my grandmother, uh, she played piano guitar ukulele she rapped <laughs> yeah. Granny. Yeah, did she have a rap name Nah, she didn't have a rap okay. name but she would she would rap and she actually up until she passed that she was 96 when she passed she mm-hmm. would she would still rap like at the family reunions or uh she would be at vacation bible school and they'd tell her to come up and rap <laughs> So just, she had like Christian rap that was clean. She had Christian rap <laughs> okay. and then she had fun rap. So okay, it was just okay. like, all right, cool, let's party, let's kick it. But yeah, nah, that's my grandma rap. lit. That's how I'm going to be. They're going to be like, come on, grandma rap. <laughs> yep. Be sitting around the bonfire, yeah, spitting I, my flows. Yeah, and I, I would beatbox for her sometimes too if I was visiting. So um, one time I actually played drums behind her because a lot of, again, a lot of my family were all musically inclined. So uh-huh. I had one of my cousins playing piano, another cousin playing like keys or something else and like bass and i was on drums and grandma rap that's so lit grandma rap that sound like (laughs) that sound like a bio or something the name of that does grandma rap (laughs) rap. (laughs) (laughs) i love it man that's lit i man i wish i could have had like i mean my father's a drummer but like is nobody else really in our family was real musical like i had some artists and stuff like that but nobody else was really musical but that yeah that sounds super lit super yeah. dope um so you said you moved up to well officially to chicago in 20 like around 2019, 2019 yep. okay how's it been treating you so far it's been real cool yeah. it's been really dope um i've been um it's been dope to link with a lot of creatives that that think like me and not even look like me. Mm-hmm. Um, Rock Island, we're eighteen percent black, if that. Okay. So it's is the first that crazy thing is, the first time I played with an all black band outside of church was when I moved here. Nice. So it was like it felt like oh wow I'm, this is familiar like, like a baptism or something. right yeah. yeah it was like oh snap okay like bet bet and, yeah. And not just that, but just again, because we're so small and the opportunities aren't necessarily as frequent or as big per se. Yeah. You gotta really 
get it out the mud and it may take a lot longer versus being here you never know who you're gonna run into in chicago right and you never know who you're gonna end up working with because it's like some of my good friends they work with some crazy talented artists yeah you know what i mean i just wouldn't i may have not had that opportunity if i would have stayed in in rock island right right oh that's dope um chicago yeah chicago has a lot of culture i feel like so many people come out of chicago like just of all sorts of industries like i don't it's got to be something you know what i'm saying in the water or something (laughs) i think it just the midwest general in Mm -hmm. general just breeds so much talent Mm -hmm. um you could look at richard pryor who's from peoria right um you can look at Miles Davis, who's mm-hmm. from Alton, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quincy Jones, who's from mm-hmm. the South Side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's just uh, the Midwest in general just breeds so much yeah. talent. It's actually quite ridiculous. It is. It is. You have a theory on that? Like what What you think it might be? Um, I think because we're such a, a melting pot. Mm-hmm. Of, of everything because we get you know some of our our grandparents that came from the south right um so we get a lot of that flavor and then we get just from i was reading and studying somewhere how trends from the coast they come in like every seven months or something like that mm-hmm. so getting all this mixture and stuff and then plus people just moving in because it is a bigger city from different countries yeah. from different areas so it's just interesting to see how all of this comes together into play and how we really are innovative. Yeah. Um, and what we do and everything. And there's a certain even depending where you're from in the Midwest, there's still a chill, but there's an, a certain aggression where it's like mm-hmm. that like blue collar work hard, it like gotta go get it. Right. Like just that mentality of like, bam, I gotta go get it. Yeah. I gotta go grab it. Gotta work. Yeah. So I think that's what makes us so unique. Uh, absolutely. That totally makes sense. Yeah. And then like, um, like even with, I was reading a little bit about how, you know, when the uh, Haitian revolution happened and how kind of that brought people to Louisiana mm-hmm. and then of course the great migration, you know, so then you get in people that were French and Indian and black and, you know, different African nations. And then them people in English, of course, and then those people coming to Chicago and up to the Midwest and spreading out. And then, like you said, we're like in the middle. So you're getting even, you know, once after, you know, manifest destiny and we kind of spread West, those, uh, the railroads Mm -hmm. brought a lot of stuff back and forth, the water, the Mississippi and the lakes. And so it's just, it's right. It's the perfect location for everything to kind of just come through here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I think Chicago, and especially before the pandemic, I think Chicago was really becoming the um, the Midwest LA. Mm, okay. Think about how many shows over time was happening. You know, you had Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, and right? Then all these movies that were being shot here. Then you had All Star Weekend and stuff that was happening. Yeah. So, yeah. If 2020 wouldn't have 2020 the way it did, right? I think it would have been interesting to see what Chicago would be right now. Right, it still got potential though. You think? We, I think we it, can work I, it out. I think it's possible, but I think we just got to catch up <laughs> on yeah. a lot of stuff that was lost. Because and then we already were kind of behind. I feel like in a way that like everybody knows, like you go to LA to get into the movies, and you go to New York to you know figure out your music career. But here is kind of like. 
as far as the creative thing, I don't think anybody really has it on a radar it's yeah. unless you're talking about, you know, working it out in the jazz spots or the blue, you know what I mean? Just yeah. kind of leveling up and then going wherever you're going. Yeah. And I've had this conversation with people before where it's the issue I see in the Midwest is where's the infrastructure for the arts to be able to remain here? Right. You know, like, and I was actually doing some research with one of my guys and we, I randomly asked him like, what's the last major label or major label that's been here since Chess Records? Right. And like, and we were looking, we were like, <laughs> nothing really. <laughs> we're not seeing any like, yeah. we're like, of course there's entertainment groups and right. there's other, you know, movements, but um, as far as like, um, a, an actual like, staple yeah where everyone knows like right bam this is where things are, are created this is where right. things work this is how, where things are even channeled through right it, it seems really interesting to 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 not have that infrastructure in right place to keep people around i wonder if that's like um a result of kind of like the al capone days and the, you know what i mean the gangs and how the aldermen and the police are essentially gangs part two, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or part one, and the gangs were part two. <laughs> no, for real, for real. No, for real. I, I think so because it's very, it's very mob ish, mm -hmm. and and also sucks the fact that a lot of times it seems as if a lot of the, the people who would keep things in order they get taken away. Yeah. So it, it doesn't seem like there's that you know how you could go to. LA and there's those people you would check in with or mm -hmm. you know like right. there's a certain order. Right. Here I don't know if there's as much and this is from again I'm an outsider looking in. I'm not sure about the order. Yeah. Like who's really running stuff? Who's really making these phone calls? Who's really right. making these boss moves and linking up with other bosses and really saying okay this is the infrastructure that needs to be built. This is how we do this. this right. Do so no, you, you, as an outsider looking in, you're doing pretty, you're making a pretty astute observation, if I may say so myself. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to flatter you when it's Ooh, time to flatter you. Okay? Don't be making me blush in front of these people. You know how you know you can turn it on too when you're ready to turn it on. Now, come on, this birthday is, twin. This is right. You, you are absolutely <laughs> But I don't, I don't be telling no lies. If I'm going to compliment you, I mean it. No, you know I what I'm saying? You, I said somebody the other day, and she, hey, you look so nice today. And I had to look over, and I was like, ah, nice to see you. Nice to see you. I tried to give her one. I was looking at stand it twice, you know, Terminator mode right, up and down, right. you know. And just, just tell her, have a nice day. Right. <laughs> She woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. Yeah, so I'm gonna give her a pass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man. Um, if you weren't doing music, you think you would be doing something else? Like what else would Ooh, you be doing? That's tough. That's I've I've asked myself that often. And I it's honestly so difficult for me to come up with an answer because like I said, it was just one of those things where music like just chose me. Nice. And I didn't necessarily choose it. Uh -huh. And it was one of those things if I couldn't even get away from it if I tried to. Mm. Um 
But if I was to be into anything else, huh, I'd probably be into like sociology. Nice. I, I enjoy studying people and, and studying human behavior. Uh-huh. Like it's really interesting to me to see how people interact with others and what brings them those interactions and right. I don't know. So yeah, probably sociology. You like more so so I when I think sociology, I could be wrong. I think it's more so like how people relate to each other and systems around them and things like that mm-hmm. versus psychology, which would just be the inner workings of individuals. They kinda overlap. They can at times. Yeah. And I see how both of them also coincide because at that point it's like um even socially, like what's the adapted ideology of that culture? Why do they believe into those things? Yeah. Um, are they more communal? Are they more individual? So at that point, right. I don't know, both of them do kind of coincide. Yeah, yeah. That's dope though. I, I definitely feel you because like I, I'm always kind of like analyzing people and trying to figure out like what the hell is wrong with you? No, I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be some of it though. Like what is your problem? Yeah. Okay. But I think that's also a lot of what we do as creatives. To in order for us to even understand um, how to express ourselves creatively, we have to study mm-hmm. people and study ourselves and be like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, why do I feel like this? Or right. when I'm around this person, why does this interaction feel like this? And when they're together, why is why is this happening? What's right. going on? So right. it's it's very interesting just to be super observant and how to how different creatives even express like their observations yeah like that to me is actually really insane yeah and how people perceive things and their perception how they're able to creatively um paint those pictures yeah i wish it was a way for like creatives because we are very self-aware i feel like overall you got some people that really don't see what they doing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> but in general, like creatives, have, you're like forced to understand yourself and understand other people because you can't really understand the people until you understand yourself. Yep. Um, I just wish it was like a way that we could just like run the world. But then I think we're also like, we have this aversion to like certain power. You feel me? Yeah. What do you think that, like, what would that be like if we could get over that and like become like politically, you know, motivated? Um, to an extent, I also see why we don't become politically motivated because of the things that we see. And it's like, do I really want to be attached to that? <laughs> and that's going to take away yeah. from my freedom and the things I want to do. And yeah. I can't, I have to be mindful. At that point, you have to be open. Not to say that we don't have to be mindful as creators, as the thing we say. But mm-hmm. especially now in this time, you have to be overly careful or else. Yeah canceled right right so so it's just i don't know i think it would take for the right creatives to to get into politics and i could see that happening with a couple of creatives possibly yeah but a whole bunch of them i don't know which ones would do it Cause like didn't like uh remember like I think Luke did he ever win he ran for like oh uh, yeah Uncle mayor Luke he ran for mayor of Miami. Miami I don't think he won I don't think he won but I don't, they also probably didn't take him as seriously just because He's you know Luke. you know <laughs> talking about do do the brag about that you know you know how, that is so hard though yeah you know having a campaign ad you know. Popping booty and, and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> it was somebody else who ran too. I just can't think of who it was. Um, Scarface. Okay. He ran for like it was it Alderman or something like something some type of I want to say 
I can't remember. Was this in Memphis or where's he from? He's from uh, Texas. Texas, so, okay, like okay. The Houston area. I'm gonna look that up real quick. Yeah, that would be interesting. I'm like, cause we we could definitely like get creative and make some changes. Um, but yeah, like you said, like we just like, uh, uh-uh, um, I gotta be free. I gotta express myself. Like, yeah. cause I'm, you know, I'm out be getting me in trouble all the time. Yeah, I'll even say sometimes some people realize they're more effective as far as change outside of the office mm-hmm. and at that point let's just do like the mother folks do and pay for our politicians yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i definitely could see us like organizing and being able to like sway like public opinion in a way or at least get people more open-minded to some changes that may need to happen because i feel like a lot of it the way we vote and you know the blocks that we vote in and just how our views are it's just really we just keep repeating the same thing you know and it's like it ain't gotten us nowhere like let's maybe think about something outside the box yeah but i guess when we're when so many people are trained to believe that it's only this or that Mm -hmm. um a lot of times we get into these red and blue arguments Mm -hmm. where it's like oh it's either republican or democrat right when you got green and libertarian independent yeah and sadly those other people just the other parties just aren't bringing in enough money mm-hmm. to even be considered. Yep. So it's like we get into this again, the the Democrats or Republicans just <laughs> yeah. fighting over shit. And it's just like gang banging, bro. It, That's why I was like, y'all can never look down on gangs because everybody gang banging at this point. Yeah. For real. Y'all on Twitter going in, repping y'all set, you know what I'm saying? Got your flags in the bio, might yep. as well be throwing the forks up as yeah. well. <laughs> it's just like what you bang. <laughs> right, right. For <laughs> real. It's it's what so Billboard did an article in January this year or last year. Uh, Wyclef Jean ran in Haiti. Haiti, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that mm-hmm. I, in 2010, and he didn't win. Uh, Sonny Bono. Okay, I remember that. Uh, uh, Palm, mayor of Palm Springs in 1988 to 92. So he mm-hmm. actually won and was mayor. Shine. 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 The uh, rapper. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's he's doing political work in um, Belize. Oh, okay. Nice. Is he? He? I don't never he hear like, nothing about him. He, well, yeah, I know for sure. You know, he got arrested, and then he, you know, changed some things up. But yeah, no, nah, shine. Okay. Yeah. Two chains had tried to be mayor, but he didn't even run. He just was talking, I guess, about it. I wanted to do this little mayor thing. Is the quote they got in College Park, Georgia, in 2013. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> that was pretty much it. But I'm sure they missed some people. But yeah, oh, Waka Flocka presidential possible presidential candidate the rapper promised to run for office in 2012 and indeed launched a campaign in 2015 he intended to legalize weed ban dogs and restaurants <laughs> that's so funny what about the people who need to see an eye dog and impose restrictions on people with big feet what <laughs> dang what do you got against people with big feet why the fuck why why <sighs> i mean yeah that's yeah and of course he didn't win. Yeah, I figured that. <laughs> I did not know he ran for president. I didn't know. This either. is wild. I couldn't vote for him if because of the restrictions of the big feet. Exactly. You just blew it right there. Because yeah. I mean, we got things to do with these. Oh, Martha Reeves, and you know she shares our birthday. Mm-hmm. She uh, in 2005 she wanted to try herself for Detroit City Council. She spoke on behalf of musicians for better wages and royalties in front of Congress in 2007, losing the reelection two years later. 
so she lost the re-election so she won yeah the way they writing it i couldn't tell but i guess so the lead singer of the motown girl group marked the reason that vandela's turned back to music she's now a full-time performer with more than 50 shows annually did she win yes okay so yeah where is she now performing and looking after her family she has three grandchildren and two great-grandchildren okay martha reeves okay, doing your thing crazy. how old is she Ooh, i don't know that's crazy she, she's gotta be she's well seasoned exactly <laughs> she's well seasoned oh hold on i gotta figure this out real quick because <laughs> that's our birthday twin we gotta yeah, know facts there was actually some. There's some pretty interesting people born on on our birthday. Mm -hmm. um, Bill Clinton. No, Bill we, Clinton. we don't want to claim him, do we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because then there's what Fat Joe. Oh really? Yeah, Fat Joe, Lil Romeo, um, Coco Chanel. Right. That's where I got the Coco in my yep. name. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Okay, that's yeah. lit. That's lit. Even though she was a Nazi sympathizer for various reasons. Yeah. <sighs> She is 81 years old. Oh, wow. Jeez, Louise. Come on, Martha. And still kicking. I got to find her on her social medias because I don't think I follow her. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's interesting. So there we have it. We learned a little something. Hey. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What else? So how's uh, your personal life? Dating? Single? I'm single. In a relationship? Okay. Single. Very Look, single. <laughs> I, I like to put it out there for anybody who want to know. You know what I mean? Because people be wanting to know. Yeah, you know? Now I'm single. But as a lately, I've just been really just focused on, on my career and just, yeah. it's just launching that. But I still make time for, for dating and, and to um because i feel like we learn a lot about ourselves through mm -hmm. people as well through um relationships and, mm -hmm. and through building with people so um i do enjoy dating yeah it's been cool nice it's been cool how the girls in chicago they're cool they're cool they're cool it's not wrong there's there's nothing um it's 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 always dope just meeting different women and just kind of learning just where they come from, just their perspective about yeah. life, um, where they're at, what they're listening to. Yeah. Um, That's one of your first eight questions. What's uh, <laughs> in your CD player right yeah. now? <laughs> That's actually the wild thing is I do ask yeah. about playlists sometimes because yeah. for me, I feel like I can learn a lot about a person through a playlist. If, yeah. they, if their music is... Some people, they'll say, man, my music is all over the place. I'm like, okay, good. That means you have some depth to you. Yeah. And, you know, and if you're just listening to one style of music yeah. all the time. Right. All day, I get that we have our favorites. Yeah. But if you don't switch it up every now and then, then it's like, okay, cool. That means I probably can't take you to um, different styles of restaurants. You know, yeah. you're open to different cultures of food. Yeah. Which I love food and I'm foodie. And we'll, I love food. So I love much. going around and yeah. going to different spots to eat and try new stuff. So that means you may not be as willing to just explore and be adventurous. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, can't can't do that. Can't do the closed mindedness. <laughs> nah. I had some guy. One of his first date questions clearly was bothering him. Is you don't wear earrings? That's exactly how he asked it. He was like, "You don't wear earrings." I'm like, "The fuck is this question?" <laughs> like, I didn't put earrings on today. Probably, my, I think my hair was down and it would have tangled in. I'm like, right, "Why are yeah. you like overdoing that?" Like, that's just why you. The way you ask already let me know something's off here. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I'm like, "You gonna buy me something?" I don't even think that was. <laughs> response i was just like no not today next question <laughs> what's, it, what's it like for you dating guys here in chicago um it's eh, it's okay i mean i go complain too much i don't really i'm kind of the same you know and i got kids too so i 
I'm kind of in the same boat where I've been lately just trying to focus on, you know, the podcast and music and, you know, I, I got a day job uh, and then the kids. So I'm really busy. And yeah. so when I do meet guys, it's like even trying to get our schedules together or at least find somebody who uh, respects, like, you know, that you have all these other obligations. And that's the thing, too, is like as a creative, like, I feel like you really have to date another creative <laughs> for it to work because otherwise they're going to just be like, you lying. You ain't still out there. Mm -hmm. You know, especially as a drummer, right? You got to yeah. pack up all that shit. I'm sure you got a couple of the phone calls like, ain't no way you still at that club. <laughs> yeah, or I know for sure there's been times where um, I know I was in a in a situation where um, I couldn't give at times I can't give as much time as some people mm -hmm. would like where they'd be like oh man like I don't get out the studio sometimes until 1, 2 a.m. Mm -hmm. and it's not that I'm on filth, floor and filth and, and doing right, all kinds right. of stuff I'm literally in here focused right. and that doesn't that can make it difficult sometimes for dating, you know, just always traveling, being busy and just having to to meet certain deadlines and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Because I understand to build, you know, people want time. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. I don't fault that. And especially yeah. you get into love languages and quality yeah. time is one of their love languages and they yeah. need a whole lot of time. It's like. But that's why it's quality time. It don't mean it's an abundance of time. It's just like, what do you do with the time that we have? Exactly. Yeah. But not everybody gets that. Or sometimes you'll catch a vibe and it's like, I want more of that. I want yeah. more of that. Yeah. What can I do to get and more? And that's natural. And, yeah. yeah. So it's like. Especially, you know, as, as charming and, you know, sensual yeah. as we are. You know, you know, you know, they want to be around. They want to be around it's a little It's addictive a little. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's fun. It's, yeah. I, promise, I promise people, I promise ladies a fun time. You know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. You know. No, for real. It's, it'd be, I don't know. I, I think, too, like a lot of people take it way too personally that, like, people aren't a compatible match for them. Mm. Um, And, like, I've had, like, you know. Where it's like you just realize, like, okay, this ain't really working out. And so, like, I've gotten older and, like, I'm able to identify that a lot more quickly than mm -hmm. I used to. You know, you, you're younger, you try to push the issue and make it work. And, you know, you get emotionally too invested in it. And it's like, no, nah, that's really just not going to work. Like, I'm never going to change, you know, especially like you were saying, love languages. Like, if your love language is quality time and I don't have the time and you don't find the quality and the time we spend it, it's probably not going to end up working out because I'm not going to be able to change your love language. And if I got to do what I got to do and this is who I am, then that's not going to change either. So, right. you know, let's amicably go our separate ways, but I don't think a lot of people get that amicable part. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's usually a... Uh, it's like... <laughs> Okay. Right. And that's that. I've gotten to that point where I just kind of say okay. Yeah. And that's <laughs> okay. That's yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. I've been a. I've been a few bitches this year. <laughs> well, last year. It's all in my past. Twenty twenty. <laughs> oh yeah. Jeez. I like remember the last time I uh, split up with a guy, and it was like yeah. And I literally was like, I just need some space, like just to see if like maybe we need to like figure something out, or like I just need some room to like. So it wasn't like I was like, fuck you forever. It was just like literally like, let's just do our own thing for a while and then let's just see what happens later. You know, right. we can be friends in the meanwhile, but I just can't devote myself to this no more. And it was like, for real, fuck you, bitch. And that's why this and that's why I'm like, well, there we have it. Right. Like, sheesh, where was all of that when Muggs was talking? And all that. Man, like, how long you been holding that in, right. dude? Sheesh, she's been suppressing all that. Them bad emotions. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
So yeah, I get you. It's like, you know, and I mean, I, I used to be out there slashing tires and stuff. Not, not too many tires. It was one guy. It's one guy. He really, I think he deserved it though. He, he honestly, if it wasn't, if he didn't deserve it for me, I did it for all of the girls he was probably messing with at the same time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we should just go do a little group and just be like, girl, yeah. I got his tires. What you get, girl? <laughs> Bust them windows and shit. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, yeah. But yeah, those days are behind me. I don't need no charges. I can't be in jail because jail is different now it's been jail's always been bad but jail got to be yeah. highly different now because you know the co's be getting motherfuckers pregnant and shit yeah they wilding <laughs> they wilding it's wild so nah I, mm -mm. it's too much um so you travel mm -hmm. where's some of the coolest places you've been um brazil is probably my favorite place i've nice. been to uh i was in um I've been to Salvador Bahia, Brazil, and then I went to um, Sao Paulo. Okay, they's probably loving you down there. I love them too. Yeah, it, it's just, and especially my Sao Paulo trip, it was just, I was with this group, and we got a chance to um, go visit with this family of just really dope ass black women. Nice. Like, literally, when I say like some of the dopest black i'm talking like doctors and, nice. and musicians nice so they had their own singing group but they'd also do like psychology and stuff like oh. that and, and they were therapists that's right up your like alley right. so it was i got a chance to to go to some of their help out with some of their therapy sessions their group therapy sessions and play and and just uh go talk to some of the kids at some of the schools that they worked with and um there's one time got a chance to meet with all black women and I just sat there and listened, just just to to see what was going on and yeah. how how black women deal with things in in Brazil. And mm -hmm. it was just doctors, lawyers, just a group of just some of the most badass women yeah. I've ever been around in my life. And they're yeah. just they popping their shit. I'm just like, yes, I'm like yes, yes. <laughs> but we it. love a supportive thing. <laughs> like sometimes you do have to just you know. I don't know. I feel like there's a culture recently too where like men seem to be more vocally um, intimidated by women who are independent. I don't know with that whole movement mm -hmm. where they kind of, I guess, you know, they're linking the feminist movement with like black women being, you know, strong and, and breadwinning and doing what they got to do, especially as single mothers or single women. Like, and I just feel like they kind of conflating a lot of the stuff and making it more than what it needs to be. Because it's like, why wouldn't you want a strong woman that can hold her own when she needs to and not always crying and, you know, calling you because she can't get a simple thing done? You right. know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, we appreciate you uh, recognizing and uh, respecting that. For nah, sure. it's, I've always been around just super dope black women. Mm -hmm. Um my entire life i've always been around just dope black dope black men too yeah yeah um which is which is another great thing as well because yeah. i also was around dope black men who knew how to support mm -hmm. dope black women and yeah allow them to be and encourage and not just allow them per se but encourage them to be yeah. their, their best self you know i yeah. see my dad encourage my mom all the time hey go do it yeah go, yeah you, you're yeah. great <laughs> don't don't dim yeah. your shit like you're you right. right so to it was just something that i always saw and believed needed to happen especially um you know malcolm x said the best you know the the black woman is one of the most disrespected yeah. beings ever on the face of the planet mm -hmm. so um 
yeah, I've always felt like I needed to make sure that I at least do my part in yeah. supporting and not being the one bringing another black woman down. Absolutely. It ain't gonna be on, not gonna be on my fault. For Somebody real. else do, does it, that's on them, yeah. and I ain't fucking with them, but. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the I feel like there's a, been pushback too with like the protect black women thing. It's like, well, why wouldn't you want to protect black women? Like, and what a lot of people don't realize, black women are the cheat code. If if you make sure a woman, a black woman, feels safe, protected, and loved, she will go through hell and high water for you. We'll fight off all sorts of demons, demons and, and anything on your behalf. Demons, right. niggas, whoever. Right. And pull up. What's up? <laughs> right. What's what's up? Like they 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 don't play. Right. <laughs> so it's like, nah, that's the that's who you want on your team. Like, for real. If you don't protect, I'm telling you, like I tell people all the time, like, yeah. make sure the black women in your life feel comfortable feel safe yeah feel love feel heard and feel like they can just be yeah i don't tell a black i don't tell women in general um in my life and that i encounter i don't tell them to be anything i just ask them to be yeah whatever that is in the moment we'll figure it out right i don't i don't need you to be strong for me i don't need you to be courageous for me i don't need you to do i don't need you to be anything but just be right and i'll figure out how i can best be there for you right Absolutely. or if i don't know how teach me how i'll learn how and, and i was just about to say that asking is huge too because i've had guys kind of like go oh i you i see you doing this and you should do this and you should do that and it's like giving me instructions it's like hold on first of all you just got here right <laughs> you know second of all you don't even know me enough to be trying to you know mold my life into something else it's like how about you sit around and maybe learn or ask how you can add value and then i'll you know i'll tell you and if that's something you want to do then do it if not then you know it's whatever and it goes both ways you know yeah. but i feel like a lot of people don't realize like you should just ask people what they need from you and then you can best you know say okay i can step up to that or i that ain't me you right. know and everybody can not waste time and energy and frustration you know yeah but Communication is it's key. It's key, absolutely. It's key, and we don't often always know how to communicate. Yeah, that is a struggle. You know, and especially if you're a person that has, for voicing your opinion, you've been shut down and things mm. of that nature, and then you get older and dealing with with those throat chakra blockages and things mm. of that nature where it's Why like... Why is like, you read my mouth? I was literally thinking, like, he about to say something about a chakra. <laughs> Yeah, nah, it's real, but that shit is is real. Yeah. Where it's like, wait a minute, like, okay, like, how do we even heal from those traumas? Yeah, and how do we learn to heal together? Yeah, instead of uh, me saying my hurt is worse than your hurt, because mm-hmm. a lot of times we get into those hurt wars where it's like, yes, yeah, it's like we're trying to compare each other's pain, where it's like. No, let's just say we're both in pain. Yeah. And let's figure this shit out on how we can heal. <laughs> Absolutely. It does not have to be like that. Because, like, we all go through something. I was telling somebody the other day um, at my job um, because, you know, she was going through a, a time. And, you know, with my work, I hear a lot of people's, like, sad stories and, like, the pain and the things they're going through and why they're not where they want to be in life. And it was like, 
you know, okay, you're almost 30. Like, yeah, you dealing with all of this stuff and it's fucked up. Like you dealt with some fucked up shit. I'll acknowledge that. But you know, how I'm set up, especially the way my job is, I can't really spend a lot of time dwelling on your, your hurt. We got to figure out how to go forward. Yep. And it's like, baby, you've been an adult for 10 years now, at least. Yeah. The the excuses is kind of nobody cares. I hate to say it like that, but nobody cares, baby. We all out here dealing with something. Like some people may not know that they got PTSD or depression, mm-hmm. but they out here pulling it together every day, even though it may not be the best for their health. They probably do need to stop and go see a doctor and maybe get some medication or whatever it is that's going to help them get through it or work on releasing that trauma from their chakras and, you know, doing whatever healing they got to do. But, you know, you can't be out here relying on everybody else when they going through shit just like you are. Like, you got to pull your own. And I, I feel like a lot of people, especially like I'm like, if you ain't got no kids right now. Like, cause kids make it a whole nother thing. And that's why a lot of women, I feel like, you know, we had a force to grow up if if we choose to, or we recognize that or wise enough and mature enough to do it that, you know, once you have children, like your, all your little petty drama, all your little, you know, everything that's went on in the past, you kind of just have to move the hell on. And cause it's now about getting this next generation ready for their life before you now, you know, inhibit them from, being able to deal with the real world or whatever's coming because it's, you know, it's a lot of shit down the pipeline we don't even know about. So you right. really got to prepare, especially now having children, you got to prepare them for almost every possible freaking scenario. I'm talking like dystopian futures and machines killing people. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I feel like Sarah Connor and this nah, bitch, like, man. look, John, yeah. <laughs> I know you understand what I'm saying about this Terminator, but look, he going to come from the future. <laughs> right. I need you to be prepared. That's how you it. shoot these guns, okay? Yeah. Unpack his little battery pack. No, but for real though, it's too much. So it's like, you know, health, uh, you know, food is trash now. Um, oh yeah. And even stuff that's organic isn't even organic for real. So it's like, yep. It's best to just damn near grow your own stuff. Absolutely. Grow your own food. Uh, be mindful of the water you drink in because you don't know what they're doing in the water. Right. Air. You don't know what's going on with the air. So right. it's like, and even with, I don't know, it's just nuts. Seeing all these dyes and stuff that they put, like the fact that a lot of stuff that we eat here mm-hmm. is illegal <laughs> in other countries. Absolutely. That lets me know. I'm like, oh, well, we're dealing with this really like evil oh yeah and then you're like oh but it's approved by the fda nigga then the problem right there first of all why you got food and drugs under the same administration <laughs> that should have been your first red flag nah, that's that's <laughs> and again that was one of those reasons why even the the vaccine was like i'm like yeah a lot of questions i'm like um are we sure about this like remember these are the same people who said this and that about this and we'll have us eating this and mm-hmm. that and they're saying it's okay and the Tuskegee yeah. experiments and onward it's so many more Henrietta Lacks how they did her mm-hmm. like it's just so much it's too much yeah. and yeah it's yeah we this this place we live in is definitely not for 
especially us as black people, but I, I wish white people would realize too, like they ain't for y'all neither. I think there's most of them are realizing that. That's why they was out there mad storming the Capitol because, you know, Trump was speaking to a lot of them, uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, feeling marginalized and not getting what they feel like was owed to them as, you know, white, especially white men, you know, they've always kind of been taught, you know, you're the, you know, I mean, you see it, you don't even need to be taught it. You see it when you turn on the TV, you see it when you look at who are in the presidential office and, you know, everything is saying you are as a white man, you have all of these opportunities and you're the, on top of the food chain. But then as you living in, you know, your granny's basement and can't yep. pay your bills and you know what I mean? Got baby mama drama and the divorce or whatever, all this other stuff, healthcare bills piling up, you know, factory shut down. Yep. You know? So it's like, okay, bro, all these broken promises, you know, now people should be kind of waking up like, okay, ain't none of these people never told nobody the truth. So it's like kind of that hate and racism should really, kind of go out the window because it's like they lied to them they lied to us yep. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't care about nobody but they got us out here fighting with each other yep exactly <laughs> yeah exactly it's deep um who are you listening to right now some of your Ooh. favorite artists to listen to as wild as it is <laughs> i've been back on a future kick and i'm not um, how can I put this? I've been kind of, st- I go to these moments where I study artists and I'm just like, uh-huh. okay, why are they popular like this? Yeah. What made them so innovative? What has, so just, I've been studying future again, just figuring out, okay, what has made him relevant uh-huh. over the past 10 years and what has made him so innovative? It wasn't Sierra? No. <laughs> I mean... No. Oh, you know what, too? He, he, them toxic, that toxic fanboy shit. It's kind of like how Drake had his niche initially with like the college grad girl, mm-hmm. you know, the club hookah girl. Yep. You know what I mean? And then it became like now him and, you know, when him and Future kind of linked up, he kind of had a slight transition where yeah. they kind of influenced each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just been paying attention to that or even just that 2014, 2015 run, just because it also reminds me of college. Uh, <laughs> and that was just a, a wild time. Yeah. So that, um, who else have I listened to? Um, been revisiting D'Angelo. Okay, always um, a good choice. Voodoo album is hands down one of my favorites, even though Black Messiah is the greatest okay. also. Um, let's see, Dwele, mm-hmm. I love Dwele. Um, Gwen Bunn. I don't even know who that is. She is amazing. What's the genre? Uh, like an R&B neo soul. Okay, okay. So she's really dope. Vocalist? Yeah. Okay, okay. She's crazy. Um, This other artist, Brayla. Brayla. She's nuts. She she's sound- also neo soul? Mm, she okay. sounds a lot like, uh, you can tell she studies Brandy a lot. Okay. And that, if it's anybody to study, there you go. Yeah. yeah. She's she's nuts. Um, Who else? Uh, Kenyon Dixon. He he put me on. I'm about to have to run this back and go listen to all of this. Go ahead, Kenyon, Kenyon Dixon. Dixon. He's been he's been putting out some great R and B. Um, Seven Streeters' last project was really good. Too. She did a recent one. Uh, that was over uh some months ago. Okay. Oh yeah, that's still yeah. recent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are just those are a few. Yeah. But yeah, I have these moments on, where it's like yeah, yeah. study. Different people. Um, um, Arthur Vadaquai, he's from Brazil. Okay. So a lot of, I like Brazilian music and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Portuguese is really an interesting language. Too. Yeah. 
it sounds it sounds so sensual sometimes too because it's like you like as i speak spanish so like i'll hear some words and be like okay i think i know what that is and it sounds but it didn't it has that kind of like twist to it where it very much you know kind of gives like french yeah ver version of spanish yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking that's yeah. exactly how i describe it to people yeah. it's like <laughs> it is it's um it's very much so that yeah nice um do you speak any other languages um music sarcasm no, but, uh, <laughs> no those are languages <laughs> but um chicago yeah I'm, i've been learning a lot of chicago <laughs> language that's a whole nother vernacular in itself like even realizing um a top compliment is decent yeah <laughs> yo this decent it's decent that's <laughs> Right. right, or it gets even crazier, man. That's decent as hell. Right, that's how I'm like, oh, you thinking that's mid? Like, right. oh, it's like no, it's mid and then decent. Right, you feel me? So it's like decent, decent, and say, oh, shit. okay, man, I done made it. Right, but uh, I was learning a little bit. I can pick up on Portuguese and okay. certain words. I took Spanish in high school, nice, and stuff like that. So, um, I can pick up on words, but as far as speaking fluently. Nah, I'd have yeah. to just spend more time in the language and just conversing with the people. Yeah, absolutely. It's always about immersion. Um, who's one of the drummers that you think you uh, kind of look up to or maybe have studied? Oh, okay. There's a few. Um, okay. Chris Dave. Uh -huh. uh, he plays a lot for, with like Robert Glasper. Okay. Uh, drum heads. He at one point used to play for Mint Condition. Okay. Played for D'Angelo and stuff like that. So he's one of those drummers that I really paid attention okay. to. Uh, Elvin Jones, who played for Coltrane. Okay. Awesome. Um, that sounds familiar. Questlove. Mm -hmm. um, who else? Um, um, let's see. Zigaboo Motorlist. Who used to who played drums for uh, the Funky Meters? Okay. Um, New Orleans funk band and okay. uh, my cousin actually. Okay. So yeah. Um, Wait, those, that's your cousin? Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. So those are those are some of the people who I get a lot of my. And he wasn't a drummer, but I play my drums kind of like him at times. Jay Dilla. Okay. Um, Jay Dilla is definitely influenced, like heavily influenced, like my drumming. I remember. My drumming prior to Jay Dilla and uh -huh. after Jay Dilla. Nice. And I hear like drastic changes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. whoa. That's nice, yeah. that, you know, to even be able to pull influence from somebody who's, because he's doing it on software. NPC. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Versus an actual drum kit, which, you know, you know, some people get, you know, honorary with they with they instrumentations you know but you, yeah. you humble enough to take that influence um <laughs> what would you give as advice to anybody who wants to stick with being a, a producer a creative a musician uh i think you pretty much said it stick with it <laughs> the the difference between i'm learning now the difference between somebody who made it and somebody who didn't is that person who made it didn't quit. Mm -hmm. No matter how long it took them to get to that point, how many steps it took, how many um, lessons, how many uh, failures, how many attempts, it just, they kept going. Yeah. And they learned as they went along the way. So just being open and willing enough to learn mm -hmm. along the way, um, 
keeping some tough skin so you can just keep going mm -hmm. and, and keep pushing and being around motivated people mm -hmm. uh, i think that also helps me a lot as yeah. well just being around people who keep me going who yeah. keep me uplifted people who every now should be a message hey keep going like one of the homies right now every now and then we'll just randomly just text each other yeah keep going that's one of our phrases is keep yeah. going yeah and it, it's it and they probably fun. come right on time too yeah it does yeah. and it does and it started off as a joke he was uh he where was he at i think he was at some race and somebody just yelled keep going nice keep going. and that's our little joke but it's still our motivation yeah. to each other where we're just like hey keep going <laughs> yeah that's like divine you know time and intervention for sure i believe in that it's you know you hear something and it stick and it just you know it, it's like a, a, a not a red flag but you know like a a green light yeah. in a way it'll be like okay this is what i should be doing um so any final words anything you working on in particular you want the people to know about Ooh, quite a few drops yeah <laughs> quite a few drops this year um working with a lot of artists over the past year and some change, and um, a lot of the music is finally ready to to be out there now, and yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Okay, <laughs> so it's still it's still a little tight lipped right now. You gonna uh, give us some more details yeah, on your yeah. Instagram know, and all of that? Yeah, I know there's one artist I'm working with in particular, uh, CJ Parker. Um, he's been doing a lot of cool stuff. Uh, another artist, Rue Maroon. Uh, Mexican artists I've been working in, so I've been getting to like Latin pop and stuff like nice. that too. Um, who else? Working, doing some work with this guy, uh, Obs. He does a lot of spoken words. So I'm working on some spoken word stuff. Yeah. I'm either gonna probably produce a country record or song. Hey. <laughs> so I want to get in every bag. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Ain't yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's so you can feed that foodie habit. Yes. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> any any places in Chicago you want to recommend before we get out of here? Um, ooh, I just had um Yasa. Yasa. Yasa African restaurant. Okay, that sounds familiar. It's uh I think it's on like thirty fifth and king. Okay. Something like that. I've never been there. I've definitely passed it. I don't think I've ever had there. So food. good. Okay. Oh my goodness. All right. It's like <sighs> I'm gonna definitely check that one out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I hope y'all enjoy. I'm going to link uh, what I can to his Instagram and whatever other pages you want to send me. I'll definitely hook that up so y'all can get to know Wes a little bit more and follow his music and all his projects. And I thank you so much for no, joining me. Thank you for having me. me. Yes. Thank you for having me. I really I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed oh, my time with you. So no, yeah. you you keep kicking ass. Keep, yes. keep, keep killing. I'm happy for you proud of you, you and that you just continue to just grow yes and you've been kicking butt so keep kicking butt i appreciate you and thank you same to you you know oh, i you. you know we we got we got that heart connection yes, okay yes, yeah y'all <laughs> take care peace peace <laughs>